0: My name is Tim Freak. I call myself a philosopher, but essentially I'm simply a deeply curious human being. Today, I'm in an eco house in a field in Somerset in the southwest of England, to speak with Theo Simon. Theo is a singer-songwriter with a protest folk band, Seize the Day. He's a Green Party candidate, and a frontline political activist. He's probably the most arrested musician in the UK. And he's been a close friend of mine for more than 40 years. So, Theo. Sitting with you here in your amazing home in this beautiful field mm. on a very sunny spring day with the birds and the agricultural machines going <laughs> yeah. in the background and the, just the all of life happening. Yeah. In fact, it's a field full of life. Where I wanted to start our conversation is something so basic, mm. which is... Here we are. We're on this human journey, this bittersweet journey, from birth to death, full mm. of everything. Mm. What have you made of that? What, what, what purpose do you find in that? What 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 is it for you? This journey we're on. I know it's it's so interesting, isn't it? Because like we were talking about
1: earlier, the it's something which is hardly spoken about. I'm very involved in uh, what you could call social change movements or environmental defense and things. And yet, the thing we don't really talk about is is the mystery of life itself. That's yeah. always just the background; it's taken for granted, and it just it just seems really odd to me that it isn't the or, main the main thing. Or maybe
0: our... maybe is it taken for granted, or is it actually ignored? Like we don't even we don't even notice it. That, that's the thing I I often wonder. Yeah,
1: I think we get so used to being here. We, as if
0: it, as if it's nothing. Yeah, and yet you know yeah. I mean, when you work with the with nature and the environment and all the th- the political yeah. work that you're doing, yeah. it's as part of nature as this of this incredible web of life in this enormous universe and 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 how does that feel for you? Well, I think in my
1: life I've been trying to find a way as many people I know are, in different ways, to, to bring what... being aware of the mystery of life and my feelings about that, what that what that does to me, what that means to me, bringing that into uh, the way that we do, we run our, our lives, the way that we resolve political disputes, the way that we view other human beings on the planet—that all of that
0: should I love be, that.
1: I love you that. know, informed by that. I love that. And for me, what that's come to, having really been someone who swung between two poles, like we should change the world. Mm. When I was younger, it's like, you know, this week I'm changing the world, and all the spiritual stuff's rubbish. And then next week, oh, if only we could just be and be mindful, then all of this would change of itself. That's obviously not true. It's obvious for me, having lived now for you know you, that it won't change of itself 50 years it's not changing of itself and it actually the situation has continued in many respects to degrade and at the same time it's obvious that all attempts to resolve i mean we we have done achieved brilliant things in my life yeah there's been brilliant changes yeah the world in many ways has become a better place yeah uh but the shadows got longer but and yeah. deeper yeah and It's like we're we're, we're not, we've come into the point we have to address some fundamental things and we're on the cusp of that, I feel. And that's my mission is to keep kind of modelling that, trying to find a way through that acknowledges what, acknowledges that we are all of one thing.
0: Okay, so let's we're get, all of one kind. I want to come on. I want to talk to you about what you do with it. and, yeah. and I can see both. Of, you know, when I when I listen to your, your music, yeah, what I love about it yeah. is the the power it has to evoke my sense of kindness, connection, hmm. and um, touch my heart. And then there's this edge, which is like funny but quite hard-edged too, which like pushes through with makes me think. So it's it's touching my heart it's, so ju- just say a little bit about when we talk when you talk about the mystery. Mm. What is What is what is that for you? What does it feel like? What is your experience of it? Why is that fun? Why is that a foundation from which you do all of this political action? How can that what does that mean to you? What's what, what are the formative things? Just anything. Which, yeah. Yeah. To give me a feeling for that. I know. I I feel.
1: Any time I draw my attention to it and I often can't or won't or don't want to uh, I'm aware of a presence which is is really the presence of the kind of me yeah but it's not the everyday me okay and it's not the me that has opinions or any of that and I'm aware of that and it, I'm so aware of it I can't the idea that there isn't that that isn't there is' just absurd when people are very materialistic and they they just laugh at the idea that that there isn't anything except a random, strange material event. It's just obvious to me. I can't even... It's not even up for debate, but I can't... I can't prove it. Yeah. It's just I know it. Yeah. And it's my very essence. Yeah. But I know it's the essence of everything. Okay. It isn't uniquely mine. You know, I know... I, 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 I literally know it's in this cup. This cup to me has being and it's loving me. I mean, that sounds absurd, but I feel that everything has being
0: and that I can connect with. Everything. So there's this connection, this this yeah. oneness of being, and, and and it
1: carries me, and it holds me, and I am safe. Mm. I know I'm going to die, but I'm safe mm. in a in a deeper sense, uh, which I can't explain. Uh, it's not unique to me. It's it's true of all things, mm. and. You could almost think that that would mean that I'm kind of like smug and don't care about the world, but it's quite the opposite. I've never, ever been able to let go like a dog with a bone. I cannot let go of the need to address injustice,
0: suffering in the world. I absolutely have to. See, I love that because it's you always know, felt to no... me the same, that this this deep thing... Yeah. Wants to express itself not to not for me to withdraw into it, but to reach out. And I love that. In yeah. Universe. Otherwise,
1: why are you? Why are you here? Okay. sure there's a mystery, right. but but life. Yeah. Why is life exist? Yeah. Why is the universe happening? Yeah. Why yeah. is stuff unfolding and interacting? Yeah. Why is evolution carried on and more and more emerged? Yeah. If you're meant to be sitting, sitting down on a on a blanket, contemplating the emptiness of awareness, if that was all. So I think that's important,
0: Okay. So that was all, so how does... The whole
1: point is, you are alive. This is the business. This is the business. The mystery is, I can't see... I don't know where that leads. I don't know why it's the business. I can't explain how it's arisen. I can't explain where it goes. But I know this is the business. And I now, at this end of my life, I find that perfectly satisfactory. To carry on because i know that that is with me you know any time i reach out in any dark place that i get into and i've been in some dark places on on front lines and places then i reach out for that
0: okay so and let's pick up on front lines you know so that so that what i see in you is somebody who who's touched by that depth of recognition of just what an extraordinary thing it is mm. to be alive in this mm. universe and yet what you're doing with it is being the most arrested musician in the UK. I believe that's true. I should think. Yeah. You know, but because you're actually positively engaged yeah. in trying to change it. Yeah. So you've got that kind of uh, deep mysticism, really, and yet it's also like Marx. The point is not to just to talk about it; it's to actually make it a better place to, to change the yeah, world. Yeah,
1: because how are you? How are you, when you see that kindness and you feel that love in yourself and you're amazed by it and you go, oh, it's so wonderful, how, how are you contributing to that love actually unfolding in the universe? Yeah. If you're not doing something with it, if you're not actually manifesting it in some way, I mean, I don't like all those words, to be honest, manifest and all that, because it's manifest, it's here. It is the reality. So it's the if nature not, of love, isn't it? If you're not engaging with it and expressing it, yeah. then fine. I mean, no pressure. But, but <laughs> that is the meaningful thing to do. And the point is exactly where there is conflict and exactly where there's abuse and ignorance, because all behavior that's bad in the world is just ignorance. It's not, there is no bad. There is no evil. There's just ignorance. And all behavior like that is... Calling out for that now, especially in the world, we have to have that analysis which says we are all of one kind, love is the only way through. We have to use that. So how does we have to use that precisely there because you can never resolve the conflicts if you take this or that side. You cannot. We have to we have to find a way that embraces all people. Otherwise, there's endless conflict and you know the spiral continues. You you have to find a way to try and bring it in. And I think people have been doing that all through history. I think every social reformer has been feeling a bit of that need to manifest that truth, which we all know we're not meant to be. We're not meant to be um, enemies of each other. We're just so, not
0: meant so, to be. So how do you deal with, you know, I know that you're in can be in high conflict situations yeah. in this country, yeah. in Palestine, yeah. Yeah. wherever yeah. you end up. Yeah. You've got somebody, potentially someone armed, yeah. who is confronting you uh, and you have this attitude yeah. of not wanting to see a division. Maybe people on the, your own side, the people that you're with, yeah. are not having that attitude. Yeah. They're aggressive back. Yeah. How do you see that? How do you negotiate that?
1: Well, for me, the important thing is for a warrior, which in a way, again, it, that's kind of grand, sort of slightly... Hoopie, hoopie term for it but for someone who's fighting a good fight whatever it happens to be whether it's to keep your local women's refuge open or whether it's to stop dumping of plastic or to try and stop people being killed somewhere on the planet you know whatever it is the the task is to is to actually pursue a winning tactic Okay. All yeah. right. All right. And the only winning tactic on, love, on, on the world is love. There wow. isn't another winning tactic. Wow. There are clever. You can do clever tactical things you have to do, especially yeah. in the world of media and communication. Everybody yeah. does it. It's slightly dishonest. Sometimes it's compromising all the rest of it. Yeah. But as much as possible to find integrity, to hold up integrity and to model it. And if you're trying to model truth, then you have to be honest and know that the person who's pointing a gun at you and maybe even shouting at you, is just like you, and they grew up, and they ended up there. And the person who's on the other side shouting at them, and sometimes it's quite ugly, you know, because they're very angry and hurt, understandably, in the situation, that person also has just a human being who's grown up and found themselves there. And I've learned this all the way through by conversations I've had with coppers and with executives and people when we've actually been there and there's been a down moment. And then I've employed it in the middle of conflict of saying to people on the other side, you know, I see that as just people who've ended up doing a job there. Yeah. Or who maybe are motivated by their own projections and fears, but whatever is reminding them, hey,
0: yeah, I'm a human, you're a human. I see that in your songs that you, you, you actually seem to seek out the, the the almost like the opposite of the thing you're actually representing yeah. and try and understand it. Yeah. So when you when you if you've got that that um, that humanity which picks out the opposite and tries to redeem it and understand it, and blah, blah blah. How does it how does it feel for you then as a human being? to see well, you said earlier that things have got better but things have got worse it's cast a, a, sh- a broader shadow i mean one of the things i you know feel sometimes is it it can like today life is beautiful and then another day it feels like wow life is so full of suffering for mm. so many people and mm. and and if, as someone who's really engaging with that deeply how, how does that feel i mean how do you cope with that
1: As I get old, it's like trying to get a sense of how long a human life is. And actually, as you get older, you realize that human life is very short and that your time here has been short. And that uh, processes which had begun when I was young and which I began to try and draw attention to along with lots of other people when I was young have been ongoing through that period. Mm. And the process that we were warning would get worse has got worse. Mm so we're further along there's more plastic in the ocean mm. we've reached the point where it became it's become impossible to avoid but as long as it was possible to avoid it was an uphill struggle now it's not possible to avoid the fact it's full we've reached peak plastic we cannot do it anymore so to get there is painful mm. and right now it's an absolute tragedy you know it does make me weep mm. and it makes me weep literally yeah. to see species being driven to extinction Mm. all the things that are happening Mm. it's just it's it's really grim and i'm really glad that i've practiced in my life practiced being involved in these issues because i feel that's put me in a good place now to to handle it but it's just like a human individual human life really an individual human life has suffering has to come to terms with that has to find a way to find meaning within that you know this is this is the, the challenge of existence. And yet we now have that challenge as a collective, as human humanity. But it's a very amazing time to be alive. And I don't mean this in a rah-rah, happy, positive way, except it is amazing to mm. be born in this century because we have kind of got to this very intense point where it becomes obvious and irrefutable and logical and pragmatic to say that kindness uh, and acknowledgement of the value of, of of all life and loving it and recognizing our kinship with each other is absolutely essential. There isn't now another way out. When I was younger, those ideals, which were coming through the 60s and stuff, were kind of sidelined in the end. It was like, yeah, lovely ideas, lovely ideas, but uh, reality. Now it's like reality is sunk without embracing those things without them that we are sunk and therefore people like me have to find ways to bring that information into everyday struggles and that is simply in a way about behaving with kindness I can tell you that this is a line and you may not cross it and I can get together with other people and we can form a line and say you may not cross this anymore you cannot destroy this we're not going to let you I can do that but I can do it in a way that doesn't say and you are a bastard yeah. which says hey yeah. look i'm i'm here to do this it's nothing no judgment of you there for the grace of god i could be you you could be me and as soon as you show that to people when you have the opportunity as soon as you show that to people they change too and i've experienced that i've experienced where the people nine times out of ten in situations for instance where you're up against state forces which yeah. has included like the IDF in Palestine with guns, you know. But when you're up, not shooting at me, but threatening to, when you're up against that, as soon as you you step outside of that, you know, take a step back, zoom out. This is a, a small, historically conditioned thing that's occurring. It will all be over. In 50 years, you'll all be dead and dust. This is, this is just this. Come out, get the bigger picture. Remember the love and the oneness and the things that, both, that all of us value here. The fact that we all just want kindness and safety and love. That's all any of us actually want. So it's like, oh, you want this too, but you're trying to get it at a way that's hurting me. Let's try and, as soon as you step out, maybe just by laughing, just by drawing attention to the person's humanity with you, just something, you know, then it changes. They soften and things become safer. And I've literally seen that. I see it as, as essential on the front line because it's the difference between whether someone will hit you or not is whether they think you're a... They, they go, oh, he's a nice bloke. He recognised my humanity. I'm not going to hit him, and and I actually think we can turn the world around by bringing out that kindness, but only if we don't just see it as some nice human quality, but we understand the much the deeper, the much deeper reality that is. One of this things is the heart of, of being. It feels
0: like the other side of the where we started. Like, mm. wow, what, you know, what is this thing we're in? Mm. And the depth of that—that that frees you immediately from that just that mindset you happen to have grown up in, yeah. where you just can open up to other possibilities. The other, the looking forward bit that complements that, I always think is, what sort of world do we want to live in? Mm. And actually being able to ask that question, and fight because if we if we if we actually can see that, like you said, that people want kindness, people want a world where we look after each other and that's not th- and we can make that strong rather than the whole hippy dippy yeah. it's just a dream it's yeah. ridiculous you know don't- and so love or kindness or compassion or whatever damn word you choose actually it was a line that i got into for a while with love is a political act yeah. that idea yeah, that, that 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 to love even just in a personal sense it, anything which brings love in is a political act because it's moving the world in that direction. Yes. And then what you're doing, it seems to me, is taking that right to the edge. You're taking that to the edge of conflict. It's easy to love here, but to love in the middle of conflict and to love your enemies in the middle of conflict. And that, what's amazing is that echoes right back into our cultural past. Yeah. Right into this, the centre of something very old in, yes. in you know, a Christian past. Yes. The, the idea that you could love your enemies. which is surely one of the most astonishing things ever said. It is. It I mean, is. Just, just so confronting. And what, what in history, what the oppressive
1: structures and the kind of whatever it is that's caused all the kind of fraction in the world, what, what that did with that was turn it into it. It strikes me a lot as a musician when I play at festivals. There's a lovely love vibe. Everyone loves the love. Everyone wants to hear Bob Marley singing One Love and everyone wants to sing along and swear along. And then everyone goes home and plays their part in this world and any number of oppressive and abusive relationships being played out through the economy, through national conflicts and all the rest of it. But everyone on the weekends wants to feel love because really everyone wants to acknowledge love and oneness. But the conditions of our lives have put us at odds with each other. And uh, it, has to be, it has to be with spine. It has to be exactly. with, with, with honesty and spine, and self-honesty as well. Because as well as me turning around to someone going, I love your brother, but the truth is, you've got an alcohol problem and it's destroying your family, or you've got a money and greed problem and it's destroying the planet, and you've got to give it up. Wow. You've got to give it up. Wow, that's... that's I awesome. mean, that is the reality on this planet. The, mm. the greed-driven behavior which dominates has got to stop. There's no way we'll save, save life on this planet unless it stops. Mm. But as well as saying that tough love that I want to do to other people, which is no, no reflection on you. You can't help that you've ended up here. It's not your fault, but take responsibility and stop. I love you, <laughs> which is what you do, isn't it, to an alcoholic. It's called tough love, mm. you know, in a family. You have to do it. You can't collude with it. Mm. And in the same way, though, I have to do it to myself. And that's much, much harder because I have ideas and ideologies. And then people turn around and they go, no, you're wrong. Rather than going, no, you're wrong. I've got love on my side and I'm on the right side. Shut up. I have to go okay take a bit of time and space to to check this person may have this person also because no one is no one's black and white I, one of the things that, that we have to really watch out at the moment is the way that everyone tries to kind of label somebody as a this or a that because of one thing you know I could know someone who was in the IDF doing their time in Israel who I met at the Gaza strip and had a conflict with and I could meet them in a different situation and they're a fantastic person, and they're doing kindness. And the same is true of all people. All people have areas of their lives where they do kindness, where they're good. And so, for me to be so arrogant as to think my side is right is like that's so limiting. It's just like I'm—we're right on this. We have to get away with from, from the isms, okay. the
0: classifications. So what I'm hearing but is somehow keep that. What I'm hearing edge. is that there is a for you. There is an encounter when you are young and through your life with this profound mystery of knowing something beyond yeah. words, yeah. and that has led to an experience of being the oneness of being, and yeah. that in turn has led to a love that connects everything which you feel the kindness to, to express by by bringing the by creating a better world, bringing people together, breaking down the divisions and which is an incredible vision of what this is, which I love. But in the real
1: way of acknowledging that those divisions are, have have structural, are structural or yeah, systemic, not, yeah. and that they hurt, yeah, and that yeah. people are hurt, it's not. Yeah. It's not, and that, yeah. It's yeah. not like, hey, yeah. everyone, let's
0: just love yeah. each other, man. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's that's. I've got no time for that. Okay. I just think it might be nice to talk about um, what particular things you're engaged with at the moment, what, where your attention is going in terms of where things need to change. I mean, obviously, it's, that's massive, but just where your attention is, is heading. I mean, first thing to, I mean, is obviously you're a, party, a Green Party candidate, so presumably there's all the environmental issues and things which go with that. Yeah. But is there anything in particular that you feel, I know you're very involved with Palestine, or what, 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 what? The, the most,
1: uh, the absolute priority now in terms of objectives of campaigning is the trouble is there's there's a bit of a perfect storm going on but the absolute priority is stabilizing the climate situation because uh, or developing ways to create resilience because if we don't I I think that's that's a major major problem huge Uh, but that immediately brings in to all other things. Because to address these problems requires redirection of resources, and then that raises the question of how the resources are being employed at the moment, who is owning them, what they're doing with them, how they're controlled, whether they are being used for the benefit of humanity or just a section. Um, so that's that's all kind of part of it too part of it yeah then on top of that there is the the way in which i suppose there are many all my life i've been involved in food campaigns you mentioned palestine you know when when the situation draws attention i'm involved i I don't think about it all the time i'm not involved in all the time that's just one i think it's a very important one because somehow it's like an open wound which affirms in the world that we cannot we cannot resolve Mm. things It's like a a proof that this is irrelevant, can never do it. And that makes me go, we can, we bloody can, we have to. So keep going back. But I've now, I now feel that the, 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 the issue of establishing the principles of truth, of kindness, generosity, of loving the enemy. I feel now of doing to others what we would have them do to us, of being honest with ourselves as well, of recognizing everyone's mutual imperfection, recognizing that, accepting it,
0: mm.
1: getting away from blame and shame and all that. I feel like that is the, the key part for me right now,
0: Yeah, that, doing I, I, it,
1: yeah, because yeah. If, we, if we don't do that, We just endlessly run around chasing tails. We have some victories there,
0: losses there, and it goes on forever.
1: It's important. It
0: feels like sometimes there's a duty to optimism, because Mm. we we need, and there's a duty to bring the best. And it's like in the in the face of the level of chaos, which it can sometimes seem. One of the things which uh, you were when we were talking earlier, you mentioned when you were young, turning up and having the Upanishads and Marx. Communist manifesto together like those two don't go together, but for you they do and for me they do too, which yeah. is a place we really resonate and one of the things which Which I loved in and found you know, in Marx and it didn't work out But it, it gave for previous generations an immense sense of optimism. Yeah. that there was this was going to somewhere beautiful Somewhere where human beings could live in community, where the best, were f- to each according, from each according to their ability, to each according to their need. Yeah. How beautiful a vision is that? Yeah. The individual flourishing yeah. in the community. And then we got the nightmare that was, happened in the 20th century. Yeah. One of the things which has really pushed me and which motivates the whole philosophical vision for me in my emergent spirituality, is this sense that if you can get the power of the evolutionary current, which goes right back to the mm. Big Bang, there is immense optimism in there. Yeah. That there is, as I think it was Martin Luther King said, there's a trajectory, there's, it tends, there's a tendency towards justice. There, yeah. It won't, it, it's chaotic and there's, with, there's setbacks, but over the arc of human history, there's a tendency towards things actually getting better. And that feels really important to have, that optimism. Yeah. that we can actually not be weighed down by it at totally. a time when it's totally. scary.
1: Yeah, totally. That, that's a big a big issue and challenge that I, I go through and I know many other people do. And there are lots of ways to deal with it. And some of it is just changing your mood by doing something positive, like taking some exercise and stuff, as you know, how you deal with sometimes with depressing f- feelings. But on a deeper level, when it's like existential pessimism for the planet, yeah,
0: which is in the air,
1: yeah, it really is. And that's not that's not a mistake. It's like,
0: well, yeah, okay, this is this is pretty tight. And and not yes. just and not, no, uh, d- or just to yeah, p- because it feels like one of the things which I see, particularly in the environmental movement, I mm. come across it a lot, is a real negativity towards human beings. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, and it and that feels that's, disastrous. That's the part of it, just yeah, yeah.
1: That's another part of the same mistake of of using and theming. But it's like doing it to ourselves.
0: does speciesism. So, yeah,
1: we're the problem. We're the bad species. So re- not recognizing that we've emerged on this planet. We are part of this. Yeah. And we're the successful species that has over predated everything else. Yes. It could have been lions, but they didn't have opposable, you know. Really? This is what happened. Yeah. But we're not different from it.
0: Yeah. We're and actually we're not doing what nature does. There isn't a baddie. The difference is that we have become conscious enough to actually work against that tendency. Yeah, and hopefully we can become conscious enough to transcend it and find a way to do something better. The the
1: thing is that in the face of, I like the work of, I haven't immersed myself in it, but people like Joanne Macy, which is where she, she talks about addressing this, the potential grief and loss. And to be honest, as an environmental campaigner, you've kind of faced that all your life because you're constantly fighting battles where you lose stuff.
0: Yeah. But
1: this is writ large. You know, the loss of orangutans is going to is going to be gutting. I mean, I can't even put words on it. But well, that is only because we want palm oil in our margarine. It was ridiculous. But that's that's the situation. Those things already hurt. But the optimism. So first, I want to say that the optimism. What I say to people is that optimi- now is life is optimism. Life is a de- is a yes yeah. a challenge and a denial of the laws of entropy. Life refuses yeah to be beaten yeah. You can kill me, but you can't kill my child. You know that is it's going to carry on. Life is carrying on. And when I see if you see a lamb that's born with th- three legs, it's up and running. Mm. And it's going, wait, what's happening? It's not going, oh, poor me. It's terrible. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Or you, it can happen with yeah. animals, but you have to work very hard to stop an animal from going for life. Yeah. Because life is the thing. Yeah. And the reason that we've got any life on this little planet is precisely because life goes, I'm happening, I'm happening, I refuse to die. And so, and that's the same That's the human spirit. It always comes back because that's the nature of this place life is coming back coming back coming back now we can work very hard and we could nuke set off a nuclear war whatever but if you give up the hope then you've given up on life you itself you you you've kind of given up on life now people may do that and they, they may top themselves whatever there's no point in that. but that's just a mood You know that's a mood. If you go deep enough inside yourself, because that's the nature of life, isn't it? You're going to die. Grief is all around you. There is going to be grief in your life. It cannot be avoided. And when it's personal, it's going to hurt like hell, literally. Mm. But you're going to go into that place, and you're going to discover the love. You know, because grief produces grief is love, Mm. and. It isn't about, say again, it's not about pretending that things are all lovey-dovey. It's about dealing with the reality. But that's a process that you've got to go through. We've got to go through it. And there's always, there's always more, you know, when you see survivors of prison camps, you see people, you think, fuck, you survived and you're still sane and you're speaking wisely. Yeah. How did that happen? Yes. The things you saw. I love the story in yeah. one of the, one of the camps a guy and I, I, I'm i pretty sure he's a Christian in the camp, a pastor or something, but he, he may not have been, he, he may have been Jewish, he may have been a gay prisoner, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's a Christian. But they, somebody was going to be punished because somebody tried to escape and they just selected someone. Mm. And he knew this person had a child
0: mm.
1: at the camp. So he stepped forward and said, no, me instead. Yeah. Cause he had no no reason yeah. to hold on and they accepted it which is one of those interesting cases where in the moment if you act with that if you act like that you can be surprised because they could easily have been really sadistic but they weren't they accepted that sacrifice in exchange for the other guy's life that to me is like I'm going to die anyway I'm willing to give my life that isn't I don't need to cling to it, you know. That creates optimism and hope. the act, the fact that somebody can sacrifice their life, in order for the existence to continue to flourish in another way, is itself a cause of. It's like that is the affirmation of life. I can't explain that, but it's like. If I'm very attracted in my older years. To go back to the Christian traditions which I grew up with, not because I actually believe in the dogma of the Christian church at all, but because the teachings in there, the core teachings which are in the gospels, attributed to Jesus in that story, wherever they came from, whoever saw them, and they are in other religions I know, but they're encapsulated really well in yeah, this story And they are yeah. they are the guide, you know. If yeah. you give up your life even. Not saying that we should give up our lives, but the the willingness to give it up because you're going to give it up anyway. It's not all about you, you know. It's like there's there's more ahead. There's a future. The future requires that you have the the optimism of the world. The optimism to say, I believe it's possible to act with love and in the face of all of this. You know, that's that's the. That is how life survives because people make a big mistake when they look at all the facts and I do it and it's not wrong. It's it's very important to look at all the facts and say, okay, looks like you've got a terminal illness here. But we all know that there are cases where that doesn't turn out to be right. We all know that because other things emerge, other things happen. And all my life I've been surprised by things that have happened. I have never got an accurate picture of what's going to happen next. It always surprises me. Life always is different to what I think. Far right. Isn't it? And therefore, however the situation looks, if we allow what wants to emerge to emerge, if we help it to emerge, if we become part of that emergence, then we just don't know how things might look tomorrow. But we have to we have to go for it and we have to be willing to kind of lose everything in the gamble, but we have to go for it.
0: Okay, so here's my last question (laughs) in this conversation, which is, uh, there's a very great song which you wrote, um, uh, No One's Slave. No One's Slave, No One's Master. I feel like listening to your music, it feels like that was the moment your genius, and I mean that in Mm. the sense of your deep being, just came through and just went, this is who I am, Mm. and it's got a whole spirit in it, and it's No One's Slave, No One's Master, on my... grave they will write that after I am gone yeah which I suspect will probably happen um, uh, but beyond that just very in es- just in, in you know in in a nutshell what is it you would like to have left behind when you've gone
1: what I'm kind of, I wouldn't say desperately, what I'm urgently attempting to do with however few years I have left now, I don't know, is, it could be days, is establish the foundations, help work with other people, find those people anywhere who feel the same as I do. For us to, to help this thing to emerge, which is that we are going to create a culture now of kindness, that we we can do that. And it won't be perfect. And it'll be like other periods of human history, but something which basically can get us out of this spiral and start to establish something new. So this full potential can continue to emerge. If I can feel I've done a bit of that, when I take my last breath and discover what's next. Then I'll feel
0: well. It seems to good. me that you have already achieved that. <laughs> Thanks. And I look forward to all the things that hopefully you get to achieve in the many years <laughs> that lay ahead. Thanks, thank Tim. Thank Tim. Thank Thanks you. for having this conversation <laughs> <Thank> with <you. laughs> me. So I've got a cheeky request, Theo, because um, over the years, when you've written songs, mm. I've often just been sitting here talking to you and you've just sung a song spontaneously yeah. 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 and bashed the table with your hands to give a little yeah. beat and, and, and often like me to
1: sing one, I yeah.
0: love it because it's and I was there's a particular song I'm thinking of which is very old for you but it, it's almost like an anthem for me of this in, in evolutionary optimism yeah. and the mixture of that with this deep sense of the mystery of existence yeah. and that's uh, Child of the Universe. And I would review. I'll sing you
1: a little bit of that. Yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah. Go on.
1: I'm a little flower that blossoms for an hour, but in me there's a power that grows on and on. Power in the root of me, power in the shoot of me, power in the fruit that will pass my seed on. I am as old as the universe. I've been here before, and I'll be here again. I am a child of the universe, a part of all women, and a part of all men. I am not a somebody, I am not a nobody, I'm a cell in one body, filling all space. All I ever could be, and all I ever should be, and all I ever will be, is here in this place. I am as old as the universe, I've been here before and I'll be here again. I am a child of the universe, a part of all women and a part of all men. (laughs) Thanks.
0: It's always inspiring to talk with Theo. He doesn't just explore ideas, he acts on them, he lives them. He has so much integrity. And underneath his political commitment is a deep mystical understanding of the mysteries of existence. We don't always agree of course, but I'm so grateful to have had Theo in my life all these years.